Hello and welcome to another edition of Please Stand By. Tonight is episode two for Sean, episode five for you, the listener. And thank you guys so much for downloading the show. I'm waiting for Sean to arrive. He wanted to start at 9.30. It's about 9.32. And, oh, that could be him. Let me see. Come on in. Zer, what's going on, buddy? Hey, glad to have you. Glad you came back. That's important because this show would be awful boring without you. Yeah, I've heard you record by yourself, and I mean, I mean, no, it it's fun. I'm glad to be here. Well, tonight's episode, I figure I would title it "Language," and uh, th- there's two reasons. But the main thing is, um, secretly, I your language is kind of uh, profoundly crass at times, and. Uh, <sighs> I was wondering if you would like to enlighten us a little bit of what I'm talking about. (laughs) Are you aware of your language? My language? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I'm quite well aware of it. I work in a factory, so I have what I call factory mouth. Are you you proud of the the language problem? I'd say I'm proud of my my (laughs) language problem. Well, I have a surprise for you. You Mom? Hi, Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Mom, for coming on. I figured that would be a, a perfect thing. If you could if you could talk to uh, my buddy Sean and explain to him a little bit about his language problems. Now, listen. I apologize, Mrs. Irby. I don't Zerby. want you using that language. That's terrible. I don't want to talk to you and all that filth is coming out of your mouth. This is not healthy. Especially for the listener. <laughs> Did you, what what recording is this? <laughs> What's that? Said, what recording is this? Well, it, she's talking about, I would guess, Mom, you mean like if, if he curses on the show, right? <laughs> yes. So, something like that. Enough already. <laughs> Uh, I, I apologize for my foul mouth, Mrs. Zerby. <laughs> no, it's actually Mrs. Goodman. Mrs. Goodman. Gosh. Yeah, I, she's I Mrs. Goodman. Yeah. I'm really digging so. myself into a hole, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, that's all, that's all in my board. I was kidding you. <laughs> you, had, you, did, you had me at first. Because <laughs> I wouldn't, it's not something I would put past you to do. <laughs> and I will say, I did feel like quite the ass. No, Sean, I really am here, and I'm really upset by this language. I'm going to send you to bed without your dessert if you don't knock it off. Oh, my God. Oh, this is great. Well, I apologize, Um, and I actually had dessert, so um, soap in the mouth, probably. That's what my mother used to do. That'll that'll probably fix it. I have a fresh bar of dial that I will put in my mouth before I go to bed. All right, Mom, do you want to say anything else before we start the show? I really do love you, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. Please stand by. The show is about to begin. We hope you enjoy the show. Please stand by. Welcome once again to Please Stand By, Shawnee. Glad you're here, bud. Can I call you you Shawnee? Is that okay? Um, I'd prefer you not, but I guess so. (laughs) 
what what is a what is a nickname that you are comfortable with? I you gave me one before, and I forgot what it was. It began with Dutch. Yes, you can call me Dutch. <laughs> Dutch. That can is my explain? Dutch is a nickname that uh, my wife and I we've been together for nineteen years, I think. And when we first got together, I had told her that when I got old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wanted my nickname to be Dutch because it was a cool old man's nickname. So I just turned 40 this year, and uh, my wife kept joking, like, oh, yeah, you're turning old. So uh, we said that, you know, everyone's going to start calling me Dutch. And I've got what, the bar in the basement, so now it's, it's, it's Dutch's. It's not the bar. It's not, my house, it's not Sean's bar. It's Dutch's. That's what it's known as, Dutch's. And no Dutch's one's allowed bar. behind the bar besides Dutch. That's awesome. The, uh, the and she actually is is uh, now also old. Yeah. Yep. She turned old, and I and I let her know. I know you're not supposed to say that to a lady, but now would she be Duchess? No, she's just no. Nicole Nick. There's only one. There's only room for one Dutch in this house, and that is me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start off with our list. Here it is, right here. With the five things that we talk about every week. And the first one on the list is anything exciting, Sean. Do you have anything exciting, Dutch, that you want to talk about? Uh, the, the exciting news here, I guess this would go with news, but I'm going to go with exciting, is that there is about six feet of snow that has fallen in the Buffalo area. Yeah. But the real exciting part is I live probably 10 minutes down the road from Buffalo and after today, after tonight, I have maybe four inches of snow. What? Yeah. How is that possible? Because we're north of the city, and it's mm-hmm. usually it's usually like South Buffalo, um, the surrounding cities that are south of, of the city of Buffalo, they get what's called the lake effect snow. It right. just dumps all over there. I mean, we do get it at times. We get it a lot, actually, but... This is just a crazy storm. I mean, they've they've already said that we're breaking records, or this area has broken like what you would get in a year. Like yeah, that's years what, worth of well, snow. They're talking about it around here as yeah, well. It's, it's national. I mean, it was on the NBC nightly news. Uh, I think they're going to get. They're calling for maybe two more feet. Good God, tonight. So yeah, you're talking eight to ten feet of snow. It's crazy. Absolutely oh, crazy. I can't wait to see the pictures, though. That's where you get the big plow trucks that come out. Yeah, I mean, people are stuck on, on the thruway for like 30 hours. That, that, that was this morning when I was getting ready for it. They were talking to a lady who had been in her car for 29 hours because it just it, it gets so bad and white out that you can't really move very well. And I mean, right. the lake effect snow comes down so fast, and it's so heavy, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so you can't move, but then you can't move, and you have semis, and then it starts getting deeper, and then people get stranded on the thruway. It's, um, it's, it's dangerous, imagine, I mean. Imagine if it was Emerson or Powell snow. <laughs> <laughs> so where you used to live, you would have gotten stuck in all that snow. Um, no, okay. no, because I, I lived right down the street, kind of about like five minutes down the road. We normally wow. get more than what we're getting right now, but, uh, usually more effects of the lake effect. But for some reason, it's just, it's the luck of the draw is basically yeah. what it is. And the thing that really does kind of stink for those people is we're supposed to be getting rain this weekend and it's supposed to be like 55 on Monday. So that's just, uh, not only is it just crazy snow, but then it's going to be flooding and, it's just ice and yeah, it's, everything else. It's bad. 
Yeah, so I'm thankful. Well, my interesting thing that happened was that tonight I recorded uh, our first beer glass cast podcast thing. And how did that go? um, Pretty bad on my part. Wonderful on, on... Mr. Adam Poles is his name. His name's Adam Poles, and he has never recorded a podcast in his life, nor has he ever recorded his voice. And he knocked took it out to of the it. park. Yeah, and made me look silly. And so he uh, taught me the 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 rule of preparation. He taught me to be uh, uh, ready to record a podcast when you say you want to do one, and not just go. <laughs> Uh, I know what I'm doing when you oh, don't. He was pre- he was very prepared, huh? He was over prepared, and I felt silly. So the next show that we're doing, we did tonight was about Guinness, um, and that show will be posted, of course, at urbanator.wordpress.com, just like all these other shows. But uh, this next one will be about malt liquor and its effect on music, people, uh, economy, life. And this man is a genius when he was talking about it tonight. So I was like, yes, we'll make the next show malt liquor. <laughs> all, all you got to know, Colt 45, mm-hmm. Billy, Billy D. Williams, Lando right. Calrissian. And take your soundboard and put a couple fart sounds in there and you'll make it all better. That's all, that's all we need. Oh, that's the way it's oh, Yeah. There's a uh, Colt 46 by City Steam. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't either. And I, I picked up the glass a couple of days ago. So I got a Colt 46 glass. So I'm interested so what, in trying that out. What you should do then next week when you record is mm-hmm. is pretend you think it's Colt 46 with Billy D. Williams as the spokesman, and then you'll feel even dumber. So number two on the list is heard any news, Dutch? Have you heard any? It's weird calling you Dutch. Yeah, you can just call me Sean. All right. <laughs> so Shawnee. <laughs> what else happened there in the news? What what uh, news topic do you have tonight? Wow, you're really throwing me a curveball. I think I told you to go with that one, but uh, <laughs> I think you did. I'm I, so sorry. I did. I'm glad to see you, you you prepare for this podcast as well. Ooh, hold on one second. Hi, you- Sean. <gasps> Hi, how are you? <laughs> Can I ask you something? Uh, have you heard any good news? Enough already. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's it's the same old thing, day after day, over and over again. Yeah, I know. I think we covered the news I really quite well. Do love you, Sean. Oh, I, I love you too. No, <laughs> oh, mm, mm, to you too. Well, she hung up. I'm sorry. Is, um, that, is that okay? That I was just like kind of virtually making out with your mom right now. <laughs> no problem, Dad. <laughs> oh wait, Dutch, Dutch. That's right. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. I got to end out a cough. <laughs> God, this is the thing I was telling about last time. That it's it's my it's like it sits there, so I have to pick up. So I'm gonna like I'm just gonna throw it in the box. I appreciate that. What was your mother's last name again? Goodman. Goodman. All right. Yeah, it used to be Zerby, and then she got married out of wedlock. What? <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it. Well, I think the news topic then should be, I'm afraid I'm going to have to talk about Bill Cosby and all these rape allegations. Wow. I'm, Sean. Dude, I am, Sean? Like, I am so out of the loop. You didn't know about this. No. Right now, there's a, there's a woman by the name of Janice Dickinson who is saying that she was attacked by Bill Cosby. She 
She had just gotten out of drug rehab. First of all, if I may say so, and and remember, emails are instrumentally at gmail.com. This woman is three shades south of the border. She's she's not quite, the, the level doesn't go up to the top floor. The bulb is dim. The bricks are short of a load and the microwave is off kilter. Why does that name sound familiar? Emily Dickinson. No relation. Okay. Nor Charles Dickinson. If Charles Dickinson had this lady as a daughter, um, there was something wrong with Charles Dickinson. Yeah. No. There's something wrong with you tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm exhausted. Um, Back to Bill and and allegedly this situation that he's going through. Um, Apparently, it's, it's... bringing more people out of the woodwork saying that in 2005 he did it in 1969 which is always uh, some, the, that, that's how it always happens right I and know. i'm not not because i don't even know what's going on and even if i did follow and saw the news I, I don't know the man personally but that's usually how something snowballs like that you know mm-hmm. oh, I'm it's, sorry. it's strange i can't i can't it's hard for me because i'm a big bill cosby fan and if he did it damn it bill why Number one, but and it, all the stories seem to match. It's a matter of uh, well, Janice Dickinson said that she just got out of drug rehab. He had drugs, gave her drugs. Uh, she passed out with uh, drinking and then doing some kind of drug. And then when she woke up, he was in a bathrobe and and he got on top of her again. And uh, when she woke up, she was in pain. And a very very serious allegation. And Bill Cosby will not respond to the allegations and he's not coming up with any um, defense so far that I'm aware of which is sad also and I'm just such a big fan of Bill Cosby and this is something I just I can't fathom you know yeah um okay so I'm like the, the name sounds familiar she was like the first supermodel yes that's who that was and she is a little <laughs> And, but, I, and a little, a little, a little, just short of a, a long throw. And she doesn't catch the ball when it's thrown downfield. When she plays pool, the balls don't go in the holes. Yeah, I don't know if that's appropriate right now, Kevin. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, she is a Looney Tune. I I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah, this, these the, this is it's news to me. Uh, yeah, it, and same thing, man. It's shocking. I mean, it's Bill Cosby. You, you think of him as just the friendly guy next door type, of, you know? Yeah. Um, the pinnacle of of really good, clean humor. The pinnacle of um, uh, upbringing. Because it's Mister Cosby. Yeah, right. You you're watching the Cosby Show, and you're watching, you know, listening to him that that show himself about how he raised his kids and how you know. That made it easier for everybody else going through the same thing, raising kids. You know, that was pretty much, the, as far as I know, the first time I've ever heard any of the crazy things that go inside of the, the family home when you're raising children. Yeah. You, you know, this is, one, this is one of those stories uh, that I didn't know about, and I kind of like, man, I wish I didn't know about it. Yeah, it doesn't, no, that's I mean, the way it doesn't I affect me. I, I don't know the man. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're just going to have to see how it plays out as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. That's a shame. Well, we'll go on to the next one now that we've downed everybody. Sorry, everyone. The next one is... Seen any movies lately? Uh, We just took the kids this past weekend. We saw The Book of Life. 
and tell us what the book of life is about. I don't remember because I fell asleep because it was boring. Oh, a children's movie, I take it. Yes, uh, animated children's movie. Uh, these the these kids get off at the museum, and the 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 kids that are going to the museum for a tour, they're kind of the troublemaker kids. There's a few of right. them, and this lady takes them into a secret way into the museum to show them something secret that not everyone else can see, and it's the book of life, and there's all these characters, and she says all these characters are in the story of a book, the book of life. And it's basically a love story. Um, I, I don't want to do it. And you fell it. asleep right there. Well, here's the problem. It kind of reminds me of the Bill Cosby situation. Yeah. I woke up. My neck was sore. Um, my butt was a little sore, but that, the seat wasn't that comfortable. <laughs> But the problem hi, is, <laughs> hi, I'm sorry. I really need to watch myself. I apologize. Enough already. All right. I, I apologize, Miss Goodman. Goodman, right? Yes. Goodman. Very good. She hung up. It's all right. So, so the movie was boring. Yeah, well, the, the, the problem for me is when I go to the movies, I will, f- I have to fight staying awake and falling asleep and it's just it's really hard for me i don't know what it is like i always say i'm i'm basically paying to take a nap you know i'm i I eat a little i shovel (laughs) tons of popcorn in my face before the movie even starts and Um, then you order some (laughs) (laughs) well it's like this thing like we have to get uh different little cups or dishes to to because we stop at the at the dollar store and get candy i know that's bad but it's just so darn expensive but yeah I, I seriously will have the popcorn knocked out, and we get the big family tub. But it's really just me, my wife, and I think one of my daughter eats some. Uh, but I always get so tired. And well, you ate a tub of popcorn. That could be it. It's like turkey. <laughs> yeah, where else are you going to order anything on the planet in any other venue or any other restaurant? And you can go, yes, I would like a tub of that. Can I have a tub of popcorn with uh, lots of extra tryptophan on it? Please and put some of that liquid <laughs> sodium fat, yeah, on there too, please, because that's delicious when you put that fat composite on there. You know, and we were, we were watching the movie and it, it it was interesting, but that was kind of like, all right, this is getting a little long here, and so I started doing this thing where my head would kind of fall on mm-hmm. and I'd catch myself, and then it would fall the other way, and I'd catch myself, and I was almost giving myself whiplash, right? And I mm-hmm. thought to myself for a second. This is heavy be, metal music. Well, I'm like, it'd be different if I'm watching Saving Private Ryan or, or something very entertaining. And right. I thought, why am I, why am I fighting it with this movie? So what I did was I leaned over in my seat, like you know, like like come closer, here, listen to me, and you want to get like pay attention, put your hands, you know. <laughs> and I just put my head on my arms, my arms <laughs> on my legs, and I just next thing you know, <laughs> instant massage parlor. I was out. out. I was out. <laughs> There's no happy Man. ending, but um, <laughs> well, no, that's a happy ending because you yeah. took a nice nap. Yeah, and a well-rested Dutch is a good Dutch. That's right. So that's the Let movie me. I saw this week. And you brought your wife with you, wife and kids. Yeah. So when you guys pay for a movie, do you pay Dutch? <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> that was stupid. We, Very yeah. bad. 
I saw a movie that is quite opposite of the movie that you saw, and I was wide awake for it. Um, I could see where I would fall asleep if I really paid attention to it, other than the fact that Scarlett Johansson was naked for 90% of this movie. What was it called? called? Uh, under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly interested. Can you, can you back away from the webcam for a sec? <laughs> can you tell me about it? <laughs> it's called Under the Skin. Yeah. Put that pen down. <laughs> right. um, it's called Under the Skin, and it's about an alien that comes to Earth and seduces the male species and brings them back to Scarlett Johansson's alien lair. And they end up in this weird metabolic state. I'm using metabolic because that's word of the day, toilet paper. I had okay. to use it. And um, they're stuck in this black tarish thing, but it kind of freezes them in this cryogenic pose and that was the other role by the way cryogenic so she like walks backwards naked mind you and then the the skin like zaps and then all there is is skin floating in this thing so the the entire innards get sucked out and then she feeds off that can I can I ask in the beginning of the movie is it like there's a dead girl on the floor and she like steals her identity like her body type of thing? Yeah, did you see this? Uh, Nicole's I Nicole my wife she watches movies all the time and uh, mm-hmm. I I do recall the beginning of that and then I left yeah. but I feel like I should have stayed. Oh, there's much more than just that nudity. My goodness, I have never seen so much of Scarlett Johansson in my life. Never. Hmm. Made for a very interesting night with Shelley. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. This show is really dirty. God, thank God my mother isn't listening. Enough already. Oh, God. And she has some respect. Um, but it was a great movie. Um, the only thing I did not like about it, it was a little too artsy for me. A little too artsy. And, it, and there was a lot of... Um, I, I tried to watch the special features to find out the reasoning behind what they were writing. The ending is good. I don't want to ruin the ending. And it is worth sitting through, aside from the fact that you get to see Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> belly button. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, the ending is great, but there's a lot of artsy stuff. And so I watched the special features, and you're listening to these uh, people from Britain and other countries with really thick accents go, We... We were trying to capture the essence of the ring of emotion between light and dark in a sense that would make guilty the autistic realism. Exactly. And it just went on for like an hour. And I'm like, well, what's the story about? Can we see our tits again, please? No, Sean. God, I'm so really sorry. I forget you're on. I'm really upset by this language. I didn't knock it off. <sighs> I apologize, man. Oh. So that was the movie I saw, and it was it was interesting. And I I suggest it, but don't bring your kids because there's a lot of nudity. Come on, kids! It's family night. That's right. We're gonna show you parts that you don't learn in school. And speaking of that, it's time for. Show and tell. Show and tell. And I'd like you to go first, because I just babbled a while there. Okay, so last week, Nicole and I did a little antique shopping, hit a couple thrift stores, and I got... I'll hold it up. Listeners can't see, but you may like it. It is December 6th, 
1943 issue of Life magazine. So this would be almost to the day two years after uh, Pearl Harbor attacks. Wow. December 7th of uh, 1941. I'm I'm not a big reader, okay? I'm not a bookworm. (laughs) But I like to look at pictures. (laughs) <laughs> I like pictures too. I like pictures. I like them when they're all colorful, like. And, and I like ads because there's only a little bit of words, but there's lots of pictures. But, yeah, pictures are nice. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big book reader just because I <laughs> like movies. I tend to start getting into the book, then I start drifting off, then I start thinking about what I just read two pages before, and then <laughs> I start. <laughs> falling asleep <laughs> that's why i got into audiobooks which then led into podcasts but when it comes to stuff like this like life magazines i could have i could have sat there all day and just right. fingered through all these magazines and they had they had them from i think 40 See, it's your it's your language sean now you're fingering through magazines i, I know and my wife was like around the corner i was like i gotta hurry up but um <laughs> The, the purpose I got this was I wanted to possibly take out some of the ads and frame them and put them down by Dutch's. And, uh, but it's good idea. Yeah. It, it, it's a good idea, but I'm having a hard time getting myself to do that. I'm almost scan trying, them. I think I made, well, I think actually I have to, I have a new phone. I have an LG uh, G3, which has got a just top notch, excuse me, top notch camera on it pretentious i don't think i can scan them because the pages are brittle and that well, i might then, that i might as well just take them out n- well no 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 take them to uh it, it would ruin the magazine if you were to open it up flat that's what i'm because saying i could do it here i i have the capability uh, um to do to it cvs go to a cvs or something and get the pictures you know, how, you know how busy I am. I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Kevin, I'm going to take a picture, and you'll never know the difference, and it'll be down in Dutchess. But that's, that's why I got him was King for comes. that. But um, right now, I wish this was a, a video podcast. But you know, there's, I'm opening up right now, and there's a side ad for Pillsbury Pancake Flour. And it's just <laughs> got Scottish nice. guys all over the page and uh, just different sayings. The company that I work for has an ad in here, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, wow. so it's just, it's a really cool magazine. So they have from like 41 up to like 50 something. And my plan over the next year is to try and collect all of them from World War II. Uh, Do it. That, yeah. that, the U.S. was involved in. Uh, I'm not, um, you know, just that timeline. So, right. That's yeah. a very cool thing, man. Yeah, I really like it. And it's funny when I I put it on the the bench to bring upstairs, and my was getting my children ready for bed, and my youngest Gabriel, he's six. He's like, "You got a crush on her, don't you?" And I'm like, "What is he talking about?" And he's pointing at the girl on the on the page. So it was kind of funny. And who's the girl on the? I don't even know. To be honest, I haven't looked to see who the front cover model was. Uh, I'm sure let it me says see, somewhere. Let me see again. I have a feeling it's um, uh, not Madison. Um, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's Kelly. Kelly from accounting. It's Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock, you know, boing, you know, she oh, was around. Oh, it says, it actually says right here, it's, um, <laughs> it's earmuffs. Oh, it's earmuffs. Yeah. 
So, oh, yeah, this is boy. great, though. I, I love this. I, and I haven't even had a chance to really go through the entire magazine yet. So looking forward That's to it. It's going to be nice to go through, though. Are you going to be like the kind of guy that has tweezers? And you're no, like I mean, these are... Delicately turn the pages. And... They're in... I wouldn't say they're in excellent shape by any means, but they are in really good shape. That's good. But I, I'm not I'm not a collector of anything in that way. So, I, you know, everything I have is kind of... I have a... Well, I'll talk about that my next, on the next episode of my show and tell. Oh, come on, don't leave us out, man. I've got to. got to keep the Explore listeners hanging. your feelings, man. All right, well, then I'll show you my show and tell. You ready? Yes, I am. Will you, will you tell the world what it is? The world. Like we get that many. All right, here we go. Because I know that little Kublai Khan or whatever his name is ain't listening. You know, I hate mail. All right. Ching. <laughs> oh, yes, your Jim Brewer uh, ticket stub. That's right, baby. We went and saw Jim Brewer uh, Saturday. <laughs> and how <laughs> was that? Was November 15th. It was... How can I explain it? We were all moved from one location to another. I'll try to make this a short story. We were supposed to see him in the uh, Grand Ballroom, I think, was the original place. I know my wife's correcting me now, but she can't hear me, so I can say whatever I want. We were going to see him at the McDonald's, and they moved us to the Burger King. They moved us from the Grand Ballroom to the Premier Ballroom because of Chris Angel. Chris Angel was performing there at the Foxwoods uh, Casino. And, uh, oh, here, it's right here on the damn ticket. Stupid Kevin. Goodness gracious me. I wasn't paying attention. It was written right here. On the ticket stub? On the ticket stub, it tells me he was supposed to play the Celebrity Ballroom. And he ended up playing at the Premier Ballroom because the Celebrity Ballroom was going to be used by Chris Angel to do some magic trick with elephants and an orangutan. I didn't even know know. he was still relevant. <clears throat> Apparently he is. He's uh celebrity running around and making you know, waves his hand and then all of a sudden he has three fingers on there instead of two. Wow. He's he's amazing. He's amazing. He's he's a total mind freak. <laughs> um I I saw him once on HBO or something way, way, way back and um he was so good I can't remember seeing it. Yeah. But so he comes out and that's the first thing the opening comedian does is talk about how they were moved from you know this location to that so i hope it's okay the audience was perfectly fine with it um the the opening act did a good job and then came out and the opening act by the way i should say his name is rich aronovich is his name and he's actually a very good comedian and a clean comedian which is cool And then he went on and performed and then came Jim Brewer. And first thing he does is he comes out and you could tell he was a little bit upset. Plus, he had a cold, had Mm. a little bit of a cold. And first thing that happens, of course, is somebody in the third row goes, get a good boy. And that was it. (laughs) No, (laughs) he didn't do it. He called the guy a jackass. He goes, he goes, really? <laughs> He's just like, I just got kicked off the other stage by Chris Angel. You want me to come out here and start off with Goat Boy? Shut up, you jackass, he says to him. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, it's going to be one of those nights. And th- then he, he was great. The rest of the show was awesome. And then at the end of the show, he apologized to the guy. He, he said, look, I'm tired. I'm a little upset. I don't feel well. And, uh, you know, I just came from a plus stage to this one. And we look around. It's not really that 
bad of a place, but it was a lot less. Yeah, I mean, that's and, a kind of a kick of the ego. Well, it is. I mean, I'm sure Chris Angel has played Foxwoods before, but Jim Brewer's been coming there like yearly for at least five to seven years is what he was saying. And let me tell you what happened. So afterwards, they fought behind the casino. Yeah, they did. Chris Angel was throwing these things and smoke would come up. No. Um, afterwards, you can go outside and, and get things signed. So I got, uh, I went to purchase More Than Me, which is a DVD about how he took care of his father before his father passed away. Um, and uh, instead of sticking his father in, into a senior citizen's home, he took his father out on tour with him and filmed the entire thing, which is great. It's a really good thing. So I went to purchase that, and uh, um, uh, Mr. Aronovich, the uh, opening act, said, oh, look, by accident I shoved another DVD in there, and it was uh, The Road Stories or, or something like that. It's, I haven't seen it yet, but it's like a four-hour DVD of other things that he and his father went through. Huh. So I'm, I was excited about that. And uh, so I go up to shake Jim Brewer's hand, and I told him, thank you so much, you know, you're my favorite person i'm a big fan you know how you freeze up when you meet somebody mm-hmm. i said i'm a big fan and he says thanks man i said can we have a picture and he goes sure and does that <laughs> you know that laugh yeah. he does put my arm around him and he has muscles i mean this guy is built first of all he's shorter than i thought he would be every actor is shorter than i would him. think he was taller me too he wasn't he was shorter and then uh uh, I put my arm around him, and I felt those muscles. All I wanted to do was suck my thumb and let him hold me. That was it. Whew. Yeah, he's strong. And then after that, shook his hand. I said, uh, my thoughts with your father. And then he shook my hand again. He said, thank you, man, because his father passed away recently. And uh, shook his hand again. I said, thank you. And then when I walked away, I was like, I can't believe we just shook Jim Brewer's hand. That's awesome. And that was my night. Well, that sounds like an... Sean, wake up. Wait. No, oh. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I I was trying to think of a smart ass comment, and I was like, no, that was too special. I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> it was, it was really fun. That is cool. He is definitely a funny dude. I used to listen to him, uh, I think, on Sirius Radio for a while, and uh, he was. Yeah, funny. I wish I heard those. I never heard any of those shows. Why do they call it Sirius Radio? And it's not. Yeah, it's well. I'm sure some of it's serious, but I was listening to him at Stern and. Wasn't real serious. Here goes number five, brand new to to Sean and I, ladies and gentlemen, if you will. We're gonna give you a random access memory from the past, baby. And first thing we're gonna do is we're going to ask Sean why he's flicking his hand in front of his face. I'm just I'm getting my my memories going. That's my oh I thought you were trying to give me a signal for something like my <laughs> breast stank and I'm like I'm on webcam. Sean, I would like to ask you a random question. Okay, ask me a random question. When you were a child, yes, and this will be in the eighties. Are you going to have like little harp music that's going to take me back? Like no. yeah, okay, I will now. <laughs> Back in the 80s, I want you to think back. Think back. What was your first Atari game? Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, it had to be combat. Uh, That's what came with the system. But I would say, I'd have to say that the first game that my parents probably purchased was probably Pitfall. Pitfall. That is a great game. Yes. And that happens to be actually one of my favorites. Yeah, Pitfall and... uh, 
a game that our friend Ferg from 2600 Game by Game podcast just talked about on his episode, uh, Chopper Command, was another one of my favorite games. Uh, yeah, I like that one too very much. Yeah, I suck I'll, at all of them, but... Give the web address for that podcast, by the way, if you will. For Ferg's 2600? Yes. Uh, the, the, his website is 2600gamebygamepodcast.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also find his shows over on the Throwback Network at throwbacknetwork.net. That is awesome. We need to go there right now. That's available for your ears because they'll fit in there really nicely. Yeah, it's, we got lots of cool stuff over there. Yeah. But yeah, he talked about Chopper Command today on, on his episode, and that was one of the games. I loved that game. And... Uh, I don't know. I would get real excited playing that game. I would try to go. F- I don't know if you're. Are you familiar with Chopper Command? Yeah, that's is. Well, let me make sure I'm familiar with Chopper Command. That's the one where you're flying something and you're you're in the chopper and you have to go left, right, get the fuel tank, and then left, right, and then or I'm thinking a river raid. Well, there, there's you do go left, right, up, down, um, and you and you basically have like unlimited ammunition. So you just, if you want, and there's like a convoy on the bottom that you're trying to protect against other planes and jets that come at you. And you, and it's cool because it has like, uh, I forget what it's called, but basically like a, um, radar, I guess you'd, you'd say on the bottom where you can see what's coming off the screen. Yeah. And I, it's pretty advanced for an Atari game. Yeah. I, I thought that even as a kid, I was like, wow, this is really cool. But I would always, get real antsy and be like yeah like i was uh maverick or something and just go real fast down the screen to get to those other uh enemies and i would always get killed like i think he said today like you had to get like a ten thousand points uh to get a patch needless to say i've never had a patch well it's not from lack of trying yeah so i dusted it off and uh played a little bit the other day but i i'd like to get more time to play my uh, 2600 so you're roughly my age i think you're a year or two or three or maybe even four or five years older than me doesn't really matter (laughs) but you are you so you were prime like what would then would be called star wars it wouldn't be called the new hope it wouldn't be called star wars episode four it would just be star wars yeah and they had so many action figures out were you a collector as a Good child question. of Star Wars characters. And if so, what was your favorite character? My favorite one to this day is still the Stormtroopers. I love the Stormtroopers. Just the plain yes. white TK. Well, I, I had two of them. I had the Snow Stormtroopers from uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then I also had the, the Stormtrooper Stormtroopers. Okay. The originals. Um, I'm not too smart on Star Wars, surprisingly. Um, I am a big fan of the original star wars i stopped being a big fan when everybody became a big fan like especially the younger generation started taking over it and that's when i was just like ah. and but to answer your question correctly before i go off on my star wars tangent i i would have called I'll, that a star wars baby fit but yes go ahead oh gosh your favorite oh. action figure i'm sorry my favorite action figure would a star have been wars a G- action figure G- okay it would have been uh, the uh, stormtroopers. I thought they were the coolest thing on the planet, and it was also the coolest, you know, sci-fi costume, for lack of better words. So it was definitely the star, the the stormtroopers. They seem to be the cheapest 
when I was a kid. I saw the movie at seven years old. My dad took me in 1977. And then that following Christmas is when stormtroopers galore showed up. Tons of them. So I had them all over the place, and I used them to drive my Dukes of Hazard car, mm-hmm. and I put them in my Spider-Man truck, and uh, and the Superman truck. I put I put mine in the uh, sprocket of my mom's exercise bike. Oh gosh, did he chop his head off? Yeah, I've kind of over at Throwback Reviews. We used to joke around about that. That I used to. I was <laughs> quite rough with my action figures, not just Star Wars, yeah, but GI Joe and Fisher Price Adventure people. Did you ever do the ultimate? Which is, I took the Spider Man car and I put the Stormtrooper in it, and then I would put uh, July Fourth fireworks on the back. I would tape them to the back to make the car go flying down the hill. By the time we got to the car, it was just a puddle of plastic goo. I didn't do that with firecrackers, but I'm not going to deny maybe using some Ohio blue tip strike anywheres to maybe melt a face or a hand or two. Yeah. It was nothing like a deformed star trooper. Yeah. And I think you're right. Those, they, they had to have been the cheaper of of them because I had a a ton of them. I mean, they're not white anymore. They're yellow, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I had a, bunch of stormtroopers i still have a few left as a matter of little, fact little culture shock there or um yeah you ever you ever go in a store and you're not sure if you want to touch that melon so you just kind of dance around it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i've done that um but you mentioned this this the uh snow trooper and i had one still left and my youngest boy likes to leave things laying around and my dogs like to chew up and i was like in the basement and i'm like oh that's great that was my snow trooper <laughs> so i have a piece i have the torso and head because it's all one piece of um because you know how a lot of them had the bobbly head so they broke open you could take the head off but with the the snow yeah. trooper the head and the torso is like all one piece it's and then, one giant piece yeah and it would unsnap and the legs would and arms would could fly out so i have the front of the torso and his head hidden by the dartboard to see if anybody points him out and nobody has yet <laughs> and i'll know i'll be like hey yeah hey dutch so good choice stormtrooper i'm more partial to the sand trooper with the, you know he's got the orange blazer thing on his shoulder yeah i love them guys i, I love them. the sound they make can you do the sound they make that a stormtrooper does yeah no, 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 Sand Trooper. No, you're thinking of, you know, see, you're thinking yeah, of uh, Tusken Raider. I just realized that. <laughs> God. See, I'm telling you. I'm... <laughs> like something like that. He's like, <laughs> when he's on o- over top of Luke Skywalker with a gaffy stick. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> do it again. No. <laughs> I used to actually be able to do it a lot better breathing in and raspy and loud but it. but it makes me choke now i can't do it anymore because my kids used to be like dad do 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 tuscan raider do, do a... yeah <laughs> i can't do it oh that was funny i'm gonna end the show tonight with joel kathy's version of a song called civilization which was once performed by danny Kay and the andrew sisters joel kathy is an incredible musician um on his about page on YouTube, it says, I play all the music and eat all the avocados. <laughs> <laughs> you also get all sorts of stuff on his channel. He's right now working on his own Patreon page. If you go to 
uh, joelcathy.bandcamp.com. You can hear a lot of his music. His Patreon page is where he is working on trying to, uh, basically, you give him a dollar, he does a video. He does a new music video, and he's trying to... Um, he has he has nine patrons at the present moment. If you don't know what Patreon pages are, by the way, it's sort of like a Kickstarter, except this way you perform something, whether it's music, acting, whatever, and you get sponsors. Kind of like a then, kind of like a subscription type of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. And right now he's at nine patrons, and he's getting thirty four dollars per video, which is great. But you can find him also. That's at Patreon dot com slash Joel Kathy, and it's Kathy C A T H E Y. So I'm just going to leave you with this song tonight of his version and rendition of their uh, in it, uh, uh, civilization. And it's a really good job. The one singing with them is Miss Faith Shaw, uh, formerly Faith Hefty. She's singing all of the Andrew sister parts in the background. She does a beautiful job. And you can download this for free at joelcathy.bandcamp.com. Enjoy it, please. And before we go, I would like to say goodbye to my beautiful co-host... Goodbye, and thanks for having me. I cannot wait till next week. We're going to have him back. Same to you, buddy. And until next time, this is Sean saying, See you later. Each morning, a missionary advertised with neon signs. Tells the native population that civilization is fine And the educated savages haul it from a bamboo tree That civilization is a thing for me to see So, bongo, 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 I don't want to leave the Congo No, 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 no Bingo, bango, bongo, I'm so happy in the jungle I refuse to go don't want no bright lights, false teeth, doorbells, landlords, I make it clear That no matter how they coax him, I'll stay right here I looked through a magazine the missionary's wife could see Magazine? What happened? I see how people who are civilized bung you with automobiles You know you get hurt that way, at the movies they have got to pay many coconuts to see What do they see, boo-boo? Uncivilized pictures that the newsreel takes of me No penthouse showers, streetcars and taxis Noise in my ear So no matter how they coax him I'll stay right here They hurry like savages to get aboard an iron train And though it's smoky and it's crowded They're too civilized to complain when they got two weeks vacation, they hurry to vacation ground. What do they do, boo-boo? They swim and they fish, but that's what I do all year round. So, bongo, 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 I don't want to leave the Congo. Oh, no, 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 no. Bingo, bango, bongo, I'm so happy in the jungle, I refuse to go. Don't
no jailhouse. Shotgun. Fish hooks. Golf clubs. I got my spears. So, no matter how they coax him, yeah. I'll stay white They have things like the atom bomb. So I think I'll stay where I am. Civilization. Observinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zervinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zervinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.